Lecture topic. Becoming the beloved. And then on top of all that is the most essential thing is dua. And to enhance the dua, Salatul Haja. So many times people get very involved in various wazaif, which in itself no problem with it. But they get so engrossed in these aspects sometimes that the things that are more fundamental that get totally forgotten or hardly happening. Sometimes a person is reading some particular kalimat and words thousand times or two thousand times. But in that entire day he didn't spend five minutes in dua, didn't spend three minutes in dua also. So now this is not a healthy thing. Because then the yaqeen from the musnoon and masur things, what is established from sunnah, that starts diminishing, it comes onto aspects of tajruba. Not a healthy thing. That is supposed to be an add-on. Not that that becomes the asal. So the same thing here now, We there was a some point on the side, this was now on the note of that this that says that this is an azimushan zikr, very very great zikr for the sukoon of the heart. So now indeed, this is a very great zikr for the sukoon of the heart. What is a zikr? This now we will discuss that. But the sukoon of the heart also would only come and will be enhanced by the zikr if the primary thing is in place. Primary thing is mujahada against the nafs. A person is not making mujahada against the nafs. And he's still making the wazaif, the zikr, and then he says that the sukoon is not coming. So, it's obvious that it's, a person is putting the poison, taking, ingesting the poison, and also ingesting some tonics, and saying, but the tonic doesn't seem to be having its effect. The poison is going to overcome it. So, sun is the poison. Sun is the poison which totally destroys the sukoon of the heart. So now the wazifa is carrying on, but the poison is also carrying on. So the outcome is still <coughs> going to be on the end of the poison side. It's going to be overcoming the effect of the tonic. So primarily, it's going to be the mujahada against nafs to stay away from sin, to stay away from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala that will bring the Sukoon in the heart. Then over and above that, this will all enhance it tremendously. So this is the context in which we have to understand this. It's not to be t- taken in isolation. The person now just takes something in isolation and says, now but I don't see what's the effect of this. Now it's, everything is part of a whole. All the different components put together that brings the outcome. ارشاد فرمایا کہ استغفار کرنا اللہ تعالیٰ کو راضی کرنا معافی مانگنا بہت بڑا ذکر ہے جو اپنے مالک کو راضی کر لے وہ اصلی ذاکر ہے جنرلی استغفار is understood as asking for forgiveness and that's where it stops but this is a very very great ذکر in itself because in this, a person is begging Allah's forgiveness and trying to please Allah Ta'ala. And the person who pleases Allah Ta'ala, he is the greatest zakir. He is the person who is truly in Allah Ta'ala's remembrance, who pleases Allah Ta'ala. So 
So, all the verbal zikr that is made, this is to bring one to that same essence of zikr, ita'at, and obedience of Allah Ta'ala. The essence of zikr is ita'at. The means is the zikr, which is very necessary, very important. And that is meant to develop consciousness, develop istihzar, the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala all the time. Whoever a person is, whatever halat he is in, whatever condition, positive, negative, whether it is something that uh, is a place of ghaflat or a place of the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. He is in the masjid, which is a place of Allah Ta'ala's remembrance, or he went to the marketplace for his need, for his necessity, which is a place of ghaflat. But even in the place of ghaflat, he remains in a condition of zikr. So that will come when this istihzar is there, this consciousness. And this verbal zikr that the Mashaykh prescribed, and which is extremely necessary and important, is meant to develop that istihzar. And the more a person is in a situation or a place out of necessity, which is a place of ghaflat, the more that zikr will surge forth. Like a person goes to a place which is dangerous, he becomes more cautious, just becomes a natural reaction. Now he is looking over his shoulder, double checking, he is being more cautious, he is closing his doors, making sure everything is closed. He is diving somewhere, he is being more careful. Why? Because of the danger. So it's not somebody has to remind him and he knows that this is a dangerous place. Nobody has to remind him about it. It's a natural reaction. He just becomes naturally more cautious, more careful. So likewise when that zikr of Allah is in the heart, then when he gets to a place which is not conducive to zikr in itself, he becomes more alert. And the more negative their environment might be, the more he will become engrossed in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. He won't become casual. That will be, that is an alamat, that is a sign of what extent the zikr of Allah Ta'ala is in the heart what extent a person is conscious of Allah Ta'ala in environments that are not conducive to this. Out of need, not that a person deliberately goes to a negative environment where there is no need to go to. But now he has to go to buy his necessities, somebody's work is in some place, some mall, wherever it might be, somebody's business is somewhere. So now out of need he goes. <coughs> there he becomes even more careful and conscious this will emanate out of what is in the heart. So, istighfar now is a very great zikr because this brings the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. How? The person is seeking Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. And if that istighfar gets accepted, he becomes beloved to Allah Ta'ala, Allah becomes pleased with him. Allah Ta'ala becomes pleased with him. This is the asal zikr, that Allah Ta'ala becomes pleased. So this is what he is explaining here. اپنے مالک کو راضی کر لے وہ اصلی ذاکر ہے اسی لئے میں نے یہ آیت تلاوت کی کہ اللہ بذکر اللہ تطمئن القلوب This is part of a bayan that was being given. This, is, this was the reason I recited this ayat that اللہ بذکر اللہ تطمئن القلوب that only with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala do the hearts gain tranquility. 
the translation Allah bidikrillahi tatmainnul qulub if the word only is omitted it's an incomplete translation it is not fulfilling the translation as required Allah bidikrillah the construction demands this word only be there otherwise it's not complete you see in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala to the hearts get peace the translation is incomplete only in the remembrance taqdeem ma haqquhu ta'khir yufidul hasr this bizikrillah in the construction apparently should have been in the end it had been brought before to give this exclusive meaning only in Allah Ta'ala's remembrance does the heart get peace anything that is not conducive to the zikr of Allah Ta'ala it will certainly affect the peace of the heart and to the extent of how severe that ghaflat might be one is the level of makroe tanzi then it's on the level of makroe tahrimi then it is a sagirasan then it's a kabirasan and then all these have their own levels and stages as well to the extent of how far it is on the negative side to that extent it will certainly affect the peace of the heart but the tragedy is when the peace of the heart gets affected the tranquility goes away the peace is now not there so to try to get it back people get get grows deeper in sin trying to appease the heart so now that is like the person who is extremely thirsty but now in order to quench the thirst he is drinking some oil or something he's drinking salty water bitter something bitter that's just going to just increase the thirst tremendously so this becomes the cycle then shaitan cycle that's why a person now starts off with something which is like on a low level of some wrong then he starts stepping up doing something worse and then something worse why because that low level thing doesn't seem to fulfill what he's trying to achieve So now he thinks maybe okay the next level will probably satisfy me but that doesn't seem to get there because that can never get there that is impossible but now he's trying to do something which is impossible so it gets worse and worse so the only way forward is to come back to Allah Taala's remembrance Allah Taala's obedience agar toba karke malik ko khush kar lo maafi mang lo to tumhare qalb ko chain aayega the says if you make sincere toba and you please Allah Ta'ala beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness then the heart will gain peace because zikr se dil ke chain ka wasta aur rabta hai aur ye Allah Ta'ala ka zabta hai and it is with zikr that the peace of the heart is linked with zikr and this is Allah Ta'ala's system in dunya Allah Ta'ala has placed this peace of the heart in his remembrance only allah taala farmate hai ki tumhare seene mein dil humne banaya hai lihaza is dil ko chain sirf hamari yaad hi se milega so usi allah taala said to us that i created your heart that's the reality allah taala has created us allah taala created everything he alone is the creator so allah taala said to us that i created your heart so in other words i know what has to be filled in that heart give it what it wants the heart has its need the heart's need is that it must be at peace it must be nourished with something to give it that peace like the stomach has its need 
the stomach's need is food. When that food comes into the stomach, then it feels satisfied. Feels now satiated. So instead of putting the food into the stomach, somebody starts putting, well, you know, gold is so valuable, putting the gold into the stomach. Diamonds are so valuable. Food is worth one hundred rands, and this diamond is one million rands. So I'd rather eat the diamond. Such a valuable thing. He gets sick. Might result in his death sometimes, depending on what happens. So the stomach will only be nourished with what is meant for its nourishment. Put anything else, that's not going to help. So likewise, the heart has its own need, which Allah Ta'ala has created for it. And its nourishment Allah Ta'ala has, it's just as Allah Ta'ala has made the food, the nourishment for the stomach, and it's only via that food that the stomach will get nourished and the body will get nourished, the heart will get nourished with Allah Ta'ala's remembrance, nothing else. And anything else will do the opposite. Anything that's not conducive to Allah Ta'ala's remembrance, which is on the negative side of remembrance, that is what it will have, the negative effect. So Allah Ta'ala is saying that I have created your heart and is dil ko chen sirf hamari yaad hi se milega. His heart would only gain this peace through our remembrance, nothing else. Only one way. Or nafarmani or guna se tum bechen or pareshan rahoge. And with the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, with sin, you will remain restless. Allah Ta'ala is saying this to us in these words. This is the meaning that comes through this. This is the message that comes through it. That if one remains in Allah Ta'ala's remembrance, then he will gain peace. And with disobedience and sin, he will remain restless. But now that restlessness to fill the void, to try and calm things, to try and appease the self, so now do this, do that, people get caught up in this and that and the other. But that just serves the opposite purpose. Becheni ka sabab guna hai. لہذا اس کا علاج یہی ہے کہ استغفار کر کے تم ہم کو راضی کر لو اللہ تعالیٰ is saying to us that the sabab and the means or the reason for the restlessness is sin heart being in a state of restlessness this is due to sin and the treatment and remedy for that is therefore you make istighfar and you please us Allah Ta'ala is saying to us please us and we will then give the peace to your heart یہ بہت بڑا ذکر ہے اس سے بڑا ذکر کیا ہوگا کہ تم اپنے مالک کو راضی کر لو دیکھو استغفار از اے ویری گریٹ ذکر واٹ کین بی اے گریٹ اے ذکر دین پلیزنگ اللہ تعالیٰ استغفار از اے ڈائریکٹ مینس آف گیننگ دس پریشر آف اللہ تعالیٰ لہذا اس آیت کی تلاوت کی یہ وجہ تھی کہ استغفار بہت بڑا ذکر ہے اس کی برکت سے تم چین و سکون پا جاؤ گے ورنہ کہیں سکون نہیں پاؤ گے So this is the purpose of having discussed this ayat that this has a very great message in it that istighfar is a very very great zikr of Allah Ta'ala and with the barakat of istighfar one will gain this peace and tranquility otherwise there's no peace anywhere else. But as mentioned right at the beginning that istighfar doesn't mean that a person now makes istighfar but continues sinning. That is the primary thing. The mujahada against the nafs. But yes, we are insan. We slip up here and there, whatever. 
mistakes we make, etc. So, the ilaj of that is istighfar. And nevertheless, the Biyya Kareem was masoom and sinless, but the extent of istighfar that he used to make, in one, one sitting, the Sahaba would count hundred times istighfar. One sitting. And obviously that one sitting was now filled with so much of discussion, advice, was nasihat. And in the midst of all that was the istighfar as well. So, therefore, this is a very great zikr. And daily there should be minimum, some amount of istighfar that is completed daily. These are very important aspects, the ma'amulat. It sounds like very routine person now, every day, just the same thing is going along. And uh, it seems like uh, it's just uh, something happening habitually. But the benefit of this will only be realized, Allah forbid, when it stops. Like a person is eating every day, breakfast, lunch, supper, doesn't take a, give a second thought to it that what benefit this food is bringing, how is nourishing him, whatever strength is coming from it. Allah forbid two days he didn't get anything to eat. Now he realizes what was the benefit of that food, let alone waiting for two days. He skipped one meal, before the next meal he's already feeling the pangs of hunger and then realizing what the food was doing. And that was only the pangs of hunger, one day later the weakness will set in, then he will realize what strength was coming through it, what nourishment was coming through it. So that is the physical nourishment and physical uh, the benefits. So likewise with the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala, the tasbihat, the ma'amulat, when these are must, then unfortunately what the problem is that person doesn't then reflect when things start going off track, doesn't reflect what is the suburb of this. Physically, he's feeling weak now, can't even wake up, can't even walk easily. So immediately realize I didn't eat. That's why I'm feeling so weak. He doesn't need to be reminded about that too, that he didn't eat. So there it is an immediate uh, reflection on the source of the issue. I need to eat now. Unfortunately, shaitan makes us forget our ma'amulat, our zikr, our tasbihat, and then makes us forget that we forgot. A person sometimes and now things start going haywire. The gaze is not under control sometimes, and the tongue is not under control. The heart is not in control. The person is now missing the amal. The importance of salah is now not the way it should be. The ihtimam and consciousness and concern and care for salah with jama'ah, with takbir that is gone. So now, it doesn't dawn upon us to reflect on the source of the issue. It's just felt like, well, these things happen sometimes. But there's a, dunya is darul asbab, there are means through which all these things happen. So when these things get missed, it results in the effect. Person must in mamulat one day, two days. Now the spiritual weakness sets in. And when weakness sets in, weakness is weakness. So now, in weakness a person can't do what he could do in strength. So now he becomes weak spiritually. So spiritually, like a person physically weak, he can't carry certain things. 
spiritually weak, he can't carry certain pressures of the nafs. So he just succumbs to it. Because he's spiritually weak. So now the shaitan and nafs put some pressure, he just succumbs to it because he can't repel it anymore. But we still don't end up reflecting on, but where's the source of the weakness? The source of the weakness in many cases sometimes is simply having become neglectful of our amal. The love of the Quran Chari, Zikr. Many a times when the holiday period comes, you know, people, because they are so free and have so much of time, unlike when they are, it's a working day, working time, they are very busy at the time. So now because holiday time is so free and so much of time available, that they don't get time for the mamulat. That's the ajib. Some very complicated, require some, I don't know what level of uh, intelligence to work out now, how to unravel this. That it's a, such a ajib thing, that because people are so free and have so much of time at hand, that is why while they're on holiday, they just don't have time for mamulat. They don't have time for the tasbihat, for the zikr, for du'as. You know, I just must out everything. Whole week went without it, and then everything went haywire. So why you must it out? Because you know, I was on holiday. So what does holiday mean? You know, I had nothing to do. Subhanallah. I had nothing to do, so you missed everything. So you should be doubling up. You had nothing to do, meaning other work to do, no other responsibilities that are normally part of the routine. So there should be more time available. But this is the shaitani deception, that a person then procrastinates it later, later, that is why it's though not uh, shari requirement of any sort, because something that is on a nafil level, there isn't any fixed time, first namaz has got fixed times, fajr in his time, zohar in his time, etc. But tilawat from shariat side, there's no specification, tilawat has to happen at a certain time, person must make his zikr at a certain time, there's no specification. But the Mashaikh state, there should be a fixed time. There should be a time that a person has fixed for those mamulat. It can be different things at different times of the day, no problem. And as far as possible, it should be done in the time that has been fixed for it. Some situation has come up which is beyond control, something that has necessitated moving it. That's a different matter. But other than that, Without fixing a time, istiqamat will be very difficult. Hmm. Today sometime, tomorrow sometime, the next day nothing. And the third day again nothing. And once it gets missed one day, two days, it opens the door to getting missed. And then that silsila of getting missed carries on. Then to reverse it and come back on track becomes very difficult. Then it requires now, sometimes the ICU kind of situation now go to a spiritual ICU somewhere, get back on track. So there should be some fixed time for the different mamulats and it should be then done with regularity, consistency, that is when the full benefit is then achieved. Another malfoz of Hazrat Abdullah Iman ki alamat. What is a sign? that Iman has become firmly established in the heart. Because Iman is not something that is visible to anybody. 
neither can he see his own iman in his heart physically with his eyes seen and nobody can see his iman neither he can see anybody else's iman so he cannot be looking into his heart to see physically some gauge there that what is the level of iman iman is at what level so there isn't any thermometer any yardstick physically that's going to measure it so how is a person going to gauge what is the level of my iman there are many things, many things which can be used as a gauge. One aspect which is being explained here is that Ishaat farmaya ke jab admi ke dil mein iman rasik ho jata hai, to na farmaniyo se dil ko karahat ho jati hai. When iman is firmly established in the heart, then the effect of that would be that a person starts feeling karahat dislike for sins that doesn't mean that he will become immune to it that he will become completely immune, he can never ever now, that is masoom ambiyali musalam mein masoom but there's a karahat, there's a dislike something that he feels negative about, uneasy about, that is a sign that iman has now become firmly established in the heart there is this dislike for sin chahe us nafarmani mein dunya kitna hi bara nafa kyu nazar aa raha ho regardless of whether in this world how great benefit that disobedience may seem to give maybe monetary benefit some haram business for example now that haram business might be very lucrative can earn a couple of billion in one day but he knows this is a haram transaction. So his heart just feels totally averse to it. What way? There's no way I can touch this. Feels already like kind of negative feeling, nauseous feeling. Unfortunately, many a times, certain things, because they become so common in society, such a common thing, that people don't give it even a second thought of what is the reality of it, how terrible it is. Sometimes, person talks about something that he won. Won in what? Some kind of competition he is calling it, but it was nothing but a gamble. He put in some money somewhere, bought some ticket of some sort. His number came out, lottery, whatever. Now he won a very big amount of money. So now he starts bragging about it not even thinking twice that what is he talking about, what is he bragging over so now he's talking about he won 10 million but now supposing somebody had to be told he was given a message came on his phone, congratulations you've won 10 million pigs so how much he'll brag about it now I was awarded 10 million pigs he will be totally embarrassed, ashamed he won't talk about it too, he'll just delete it, I want to have nothing to do with this. How can I even think about it? But that so-called congratulations that he was given on winning that 10 million khinzir and 10 million rams earned in a haram way, what's the difference? One and the same, in terms of the filth of that game. What's called a game is not a game, it's a total loss but apparently what is a gain but if it's gained in that manner through haram 
This is haram and that is haram. Just as that is totally najis, this too is haram. So the nafrat of certain sins are there in the heart. But other things that has diminished. The person takes it casually, just takes it as one of those things. So this is the sign of Iman becoming firmly established that any sin person feels this dislike towards it. That this is Allah's disobedience. It can never be right. And I cannot have anything to do with it. So no matter what benefit seems to come from it, person will be averse to it. Sahaba radiallahu ko nabi sallallahu ki sohbat balki ek nazar ki badolat yahi cheez to hasil ho gayi thi. That the sahaba ikram through the company of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi and let alone his Mubarak company, even one glance of Nabi Karim Salaam on them, this transformed them to that level where this is what they achieved. This is what we are discussing, this is what they achieved. Allah Ta'ala says regarding them in the Quran Sharif, حَبَّبَ إِلَيْكُمُ الْإِيمَانَ وَزَيَّنَهُ فِي قُلُوبِكُمْ وَكَرَّهَ إِلَيْكُمُ الْكُفْرَ وَالْفُسُوقَ وَالْعِسِيَانِ Iman ko tumhari taraf mahboob kar diya aur muzayyan kar diya. Allah Ta'ala says regarding the Sahaba, Allah Ta'ala made Iman beloved to them and adorned their hearts with it. Or tumhari dilo mein اور ناگوار کر دیا تمہاری طرف کفر کو فس کو اور اسیان کو یعنی تمام گناہوں کو اللہ تعالیٰ has made کفر disobedience of every level اللہ تعالیٰ has made it disliked to you so the sahaba اللہ تعالیٰ mentions about them that this is their quality اللہ تعالیٰ has granted them this through the barkat of the companionship of Nabi Kareem صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم that Iman became very beloved to them, became adorned in their hearts, and every level of sin became detested to them. Now this is the endorsement the Quran Sharif has given regarding the Sahaba. And this is the yardstick of their Iman. That on the one side, Iman was made beloved to them, this became the effect of that. That sin became detested to them. So this be- is a yardstick for anyone to use to what extent his iman has become firmly embedded in his heart. Isi mazmoon ko batore dua manga karo. Now advises us, he says the same subject matter, ask it as dua. That hey Allah, apne nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aur ek laak sahaba ke sadqe mein, apne nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ke ek adna ghulam ke dil mein bhi iman ko mahboob aur muzayyan firma dijay. اور کفر و فسوق و نسیان کو بکرو فرما دیتے یا اللہ with the برکت of نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم and the more than hundred thousand sahaba this one very lowly servant of نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم make iman beloved in his heart as well and adorn iman in this lowly servant's heart as well and make kufr and fisk and isyan meaning all levels of sin make it detested in the heart of this lowly slave also کراہت کے معنی ناگواری کے ہے جیسے کسی گندی چیز سے طبعی کراہت ہوتی ہے کراہت means detest, dislike like a person naturally dislikes something that's filthy there's some dirt, filth lying somewhere there's a natural dislike for it that is what's called کراہت ایسی 
तबी करात होती है ऐसे ही गुनाह से होनी चाहिए कुफर व फिस की कोई बात दिल को न भानी चाहिए सिमिलर डिसलाइक शुड बी फॉर सन नथिंग दैट इज रिलेटेड टू कुफर और फिस्क शुड एवर बी द हार्ट शुड एवर बी फीलिंग कंफर्टेबल अबाउट इट फीलिंग फाइन अबाउट इट इट शुड बी डिटेस्टेड दैट दिस इज सन इट इज टेरेबल दे शुड बी नो स्पेस इन द हार्ट फॉर एनीथिंग ऑफ दिस नेचर अल्लाह तला की मुस्तफिक आखिर दावा नाम अलहमदिल्ला